Guys, I don't think I have ever cried this much during This Is Us. I don't at all. And number one, God, it was such an amazing episode. We're going to talk all about it and all about our favorite, favorite. of the three of the trio. Number one, maybe. We'll talk about it. Just stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Possess my body. Oh my I God. tried really hard to say the big three and a trio, and it became the trio in the <laughs> opening, guys. So you probably caught on. It was a rough night for me. It's all that crying, for... Candace. It's all that oh crying. Oh my God. I don't think I've cried that much during this season. You at haven't. All. You really have outdone yourself. <laughs> I'll agree. I'll I literally, agree. I just sobbed the whole episode. What is up, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to try to keep it solid through this whole thing, but yeah, there's no I, promises. I, no, 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 no promises. promises. None. <laughs> None whatsoever. My name is Candace Cruz. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I'm joined by my ever-understanding co-host. <laughs> understanding my rear end. <laughs> The least understanding person is Keith. I can't. I can't catch a break. <laughs> hey, everybody. I am Keith Andre. You can follow me everywhere on social media at Keith underscore Andre. And I'm more understanding than Lena likes to let on. Oh, I saw that eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's always picking on me. Oh, there's some shade going down tonight. <laughs> it's just, it's all in fun. He's picking on us. First it was me last week, then it's Candace this week. Oh my gosh. I mean, Listen, Candace, if you start crying, just use Keith's shirt. That's all yes. I'm going to say. Yes, fine. This is perfect I'll Kleenex tonight. Oh, anyways, <laughs> I thought we were. So we were oh, yeah, we're Lena. Lena, go ahead and introduce okay. yourself, babe. Um, I'm Lena Nori, and I'm extremely understanding. And I do love Keith. It's all yes. jokes. Because he's picking on Candace today, so he's on my team today. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And oh my god, Candace cried so much this episode. Someone literally in the studio brought me Kleenexes. Yeah. It was and like, just plop them down. Dude, it wasn't it wasn't Kleenex. He brought you like extra strength paper <laughs> towels, like extra durable. Hey, it absorbed. It worked. Bronny. It did, and no mascara ran. So that's a kudos to my mascara brand. So thank you. And before we jump in, I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. I did want to give some shout-outs to people that are already in the chat. Yes, they, I love it. We love the heavy, chat. Heavy, yes. So hi to everybody. Aaliyah, Melanie. I saw a chat in here. Okay. Jazz is here. All right, guys. They got the conversation going. Guys, yes. I was... So we're going to join it. I did not expect going into the the three different episodes about all of them to cry this much for Get Kevin. Get out of here! Yes, you did. I did not expect not to cry. Kevin. I didn't expect no. to cry for Kevin. I expected to cry for Kate, and I expected to cry for Randall. I expected to be surprised for Kevin, but not cry as much as I did. Well, the where, where yeah. y'all were going last week, you were feeling sympathetic towards Kevin, so yeah, but they not were prepping to, you. Yeah, but not enough to make me cry that much. Can I, can I tell you guys, I have a guilty conscience. I just want to throw it out there. You keep saying that. That I know. we all wanted Kevin to have his breakdown, 
And we all said she was going to have a miscarriage. Guess what? We got our wishes, unfortunately. Who wish? Oh. We didn't wish. We, we didn't wish for that. Ah. <laughs> we just expected those things yeah. to happen. Here we go. Thank you. They hit us hard this episode, though. It, that was not fair. Sh- yeah, you were I, like, one, two, three. It was a lot. I feel like for me, though, I couldn't really attack. I'm not, like, emotionally, like, attached or invested with Kevin. So... <gasps> For a lot of the episode, I just felt like I was kind of like sir, like just consuming it, but I wasn't super. I don't know if it was because of Kevin or if it was because Candace was taking all the tears. <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't connect until the end, but it's just like I feel so bad for him because even going into like the next episode, it's like there's never a moment where we just have like Kevin to have this space. And to get like the help that he needs. Please tell me you had a breakdown when he had a breakdown because if you did not cry, oh no, when he I... had the breakdown, I was like, okay, this is it. Like I was hearing a, like a, a bunch of social media. You know, they've already watched yeah. on the East Coast like about how talented he was and how he good, how good of acting he did. And I feel oh, that he, we finally so... got to see um, Justin shine. Can Agreed. I tell you something? What the reason that I gasped is because I feel the same way as you. Okay, like see? the whole episode, I was just like. <laughs> All right, mm. this is like sad, but it's not really I, right, it's pulling, not pulling me in. until that last scene. That last scene really did get me. His- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The monologue was unbelievable. Oh my God. Because, okay, in the beginning of the episode, Keith and I were looking at each other. He's in this, like, penthouse suite, <laughs> popping pills, drinking. Drink we're like, beer. oh, poor guy with his view. <laughs> like, his life, you know, is so hard. But that's exactly when he broke down his life is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, no matter how much... I've tried to sabotage my life and I don't think that I deserve it. It just keeps coming. I keep getting everything right back. I thought that monologue was so powerful. Where, the, yeah. Which one on the football field? Or the one on the, the football yeah. field. Okay. I mean, I, that was incredible. And I've never, I've watched him in like uh, Mistresses and like other shows. Mm-hmm. And I never felt like I saw that kind of acting coming from him. And I was honestly really impressed. Yeah. I think this whole episode, like, I get where you guys are coming from. I think most of my tears came from the interaction between Kevin and Jack. and Jack. Whenever the two of them were together, I think that's where most of my upset crying right. came from, uh-huh. was the dynamic between the two of them. I'm trying <laughs> to justify here. <laughs> right. All right. But I do agree that, like, this is the most range I've ever seen from Justin. Mm-hmm. I think he he's always had the capability, but I don't think he's ever gotten the roles... Yeah, to really execute that, um, and I think that's even indicative of Kevin. If you really right. think about it, he's really like he keeps saying, "I keep catching all these breaks when I shouldn't be getting them." But I think a lot of it has to do with like how much value we put into vanity on these people, and the like. He's all the character they've always cast for all of them is very good looking, and I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times people that are just handed everything automatically, they just we don't really ever know what they're going through. If, they, if Some of them do love it, I'm sure. But there's also people out there that are very much like Kevin, I think. Yeah, yeah. like at the at the, spe- the school, when he gave that speech, mm. and they were still plotting, and it's he was like, just like, right. y'all don't get it. Like, something is wrong here. All you see is the beard. All you see is the celebrity. All you see is this. All you see is that. 
I'm a person. Mm-hmm. I have feelings. I have emotions. I go through things. And, and, and it's true. It's very indicative of how we are as people, as a society. We'll see the glitz and the glamour mm-hmm. and not realize that there's something behind it. And they don't listen to him. I think the only person, and I think that's why it was so significant that it was Kevin and Jack, is that he's the only person that really saw him for who he was. Like, there were moments that he was very disappointed with him. He was, like, angry at him. There was so much, like, dynamic interaction between the two of them when no one else is actually seeing him as a person. They're seeing the outside. They're seeing this, like, star, this everything. He's, like, got all the girls. He's got all the moves. He's got all of it. But they're not actually, like, listening to him. Mm-hmm. I think the two parts that killed me the most was the first scene was after the coach had left. Mm. And mm-hmm. he's like, I've never been more embarrassed. And he looks at Jack, his dad, and says, I know the feeling. Oh, God. And I couldn't believe he talked to his dad like that because yeah. all his dad was just saying is, this poor guy took time out of his life and his schedule to come give you an opportunity, C-plus student, and give you a full ride. He just was demanding that he respected him. He's like, you don't have to go there. If you don't want to go there, that's fine. And then the second scene was when he was crying on the lawn. And I remember thinking to myself, he's not getting that necklace back. You bounced. And he's crying. Like He's on his knees. He's like, please, someone help me. And it's just sad because what he represents in his character and I like is they kind of come to every person full circle. Is everyone looks at somebody that might be like a better looking person or like mm-hmm. an actor or have the dream job, dream life and be like, well, what problem does this person have? They have everything. That doesn't change insecurities. It doesn't matter how you look, how much money you have, how you were raised. There's people that have insecurities in them that stem from childhood, as you can see in his case. And he is just a perfect example. And he actually doesn't think he deserves any of the things he gets. Yeah. He's a self-sabotager. And it's just so sad. He's like on the lawn. I'm like, please, somebody go like help him. Give him his dad's necklace. Right. Well, he's been I'd... drowning in the pressure. Yeah. Number one. Like as soon as you mm-hmm. come out of the womb, it's like how do I live up to this, like, standard that you've automatically placed onto me? Yeah, and I think that's a part of the process, too. But going back and, like, looking at him as a whole, I think there is this idea of, like, you know, pretty privilege. You hear that from mm-hmm. time to time about mm-hmm. people who are good-looking and who still feel that, you know, life for me is just as hard as the next person because I have my own battles, I have my own insecurities, I have all these hurdles and things to overcome. And so I feel like in the episode, uh, especially in the beginning, we got to see a lot of that with younger Kevin, like how he was just... Such a punk. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such like, a punk. <laughs> your word for him today. I know that's what I almost said it yeah she's like he's a punk but he really was and you know the lack of respect he had for other people and then we got to see into kind of almost like a resentment towards Jack for being a alcoholic Mm -hmm. you know I think because that made him view like his dad as less of a hero I don't know what it was but I feel that a lot of his interaction and treating him the way that he did is because <laughs> be, realizing and seeing that he was an alcoholic made him feel or think like lesser of of Jack and I think he had to deal with that too especially when he got to the point where we see this injury but what I liked most is kind of the streamline of the mm-hmm. episode because it was all a bit of a stream of consciousness for him mm-hmm. and from the time we got to really see him in the drugstore and he realized the pendant from that moment everything just took off and I feel like as an acting standpoint it just it took the episode exactly where they wanted it to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that and was I think the shit. Going off of that, too, with him viewing his father that way, I think also at that age, it's a pretty privilege of where 
yes, okay, great, everything's perfect, like, I have the perfect life, but when, if someone actually opened this door of my house, they'll realize how unperfect it mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and I think it's that fear of, like, even when he said, can you get his book off the table, like, why is this book on the table? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, it takes as long as it takes. Well, it's been about this long. It's like, six months. let's get yep. it over with. And even grown-up Kevin, he's the same way. He's like, this should be over with. Like, right. I should be dealing with this. It should be done. Like, I think a lot of it has to, as much as he doesn't want the vanity and want someone to listen to him and hear him, I think he also relishes in it as well. He wants to make sure that everyone thinks that his life is still perfect, mm-hmm. that he fits within that. Because if not, everything's not okay. Going back to that scene between Jack and Kevin and younger Kevin mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, Jazz in the chat is saying Milo did a great job with that. It seemed like he was struggling to keep from smacking him. That's all I thought. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. if this was any other kind of show, Jack you might have sure. yeah. swung yeah. on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because he's yeah. getting too big for his britches where he thinks he can talk back. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's when parents a lot of times will kind of cut you down to size and be like remember I'm the parent here yeah. exactly. no matter what I'm going through I'm still as long as you live under my house quote right? unquote yeah. that type thing Yeah, and I there think- still was a little bit of that because um, he kind of knew his boundaries remember when Jack was challenging him like do you have something that you want to say with mm-hmm. me nope mm-hmm. of course not you, but he I bet knew you he did because he eventually said something right yeah. right true and on top of it I mean Jack is still dealing with his own demons he's dealing with alcoholism and trying not to get angry Mm-hmm. And trying not to do this. So I think not only was he struggling not to smack him, but also he's like struggling to keep his cool and to remember the steps. And we even catch Kevin just watching Jack. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I like really broke down too. It's like when Kevin has this realization, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, when you finally figure out your parents are real mm-hmm. and they're human beings. I think that was his moment for his dad right. of actually seeing him just like, having to call someone and just break down and like him doing that prayer and holding that necklace was mm-hmm. just like I yeah. think most beautiful scene. I think also too he's turned into his father. Mm-hmm. He's suffering from alcoholism and addiction. Mm-hmm. And with Kevin, I for sure feel like there's a sense in him that regrets the way he spoke to his yes. father and treated his father because Absolutely. we see shortly after at least from what the coach was saying at the award ceremony that shortly after his dad pretty much dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say so that three and a half years of being in football, they're like, he gets in an accident and then the coach says, then he loses his father. So it's it's coming up and he was a punk. I mean, that's our favorite word to call him, but... Our fa- and now your my favorite. favorite. <laughs> you guys heard me over those headphones. I was yes. like, what a punk. Um, but yeah, he's suffering from the same problems as his father and I think now he sees in retrospect that it's not something his father could control that when you're in that week of a place and you don't know how else to deal with something, mm-hmm. that that's what you resort to. So I think he also has a lot of guilt for how things ended with his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And even um, in that monologue, that beautiful monologue on the football field where he says, you know, I just get knocked down, and then on top of it, I get right back up just in time to bury my father. Mm-hmm. Because it, remember the scene that where we see Kate... And Randall sitting on the couch, and she says, "We need to go find Kevin." We see Kevin in crutches with the mm-hmm. the, the cast right. on with Sophie. So, like, we realize that it's coming. Up yeah, the in time the timeline. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we talk about Sophie real quick and the oh. girl that called Kevin? Ugh. Oh. And Ugh. we all thought at the end of the, well, okay, I okay, thought. Okay, I thought. You need to we here. Okay, I thought I was like, this is the all-time low. Please tell me the show is not going there, that Kevin is going to hook up with... 
I mean, she's underage, right? She's a high school student. Or she could mm-hmm. be like a counselor. An yeah, yeah, of the school. I don't I, think she's they were for sure setting it up that he was going to hook up with her, or it looked like it because she looked like Sophie, and then she comes onto the field. You want an after party, and then it's the bed scene, and I'm looking at Keith, and <laughs> I'm like, the arm I, like, and I was like, this, I'm like, I told you, and he's like looking at me like, oh hell no, like, yeah. and then it ends up being the girl. Are they really? Yeah, I, I mean, this is us. We'll push the envelope, but not that. But right, not that that's just too Ooh-wee. like too too much. Well, Kevin she might not be underage. She might just be like a counselor or something. There. Well, I'm glad they didn't. I didn't feel like it was. It's necessary. time sensitive right now. To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we did get to see a part of kind of the illusion of celebrity right because even when he tried to give the speech I think a lot of the times you don't buy into it because people kind of like this faux like humility and so they weren't taking him at his Mm -hmm. words but he's like super serious and then we got to see old girl was it Charlotte was Mm -hmm. that her name who was just here to you know my high school I wanted you then I want him now and I I felt so bad because he would you know she took advantage though she did I don't feel bad for her at all she knew he was in a for, bad for place. him yeah. just because to have somebody like be talking to you and then realize like oh wow like you're just like everybody else like if you're gonna be a human being and like try and listen to someone listen don't yeah. try and get something out of it like that made me so angry like that she did that and on top of it I'm sorry girl if I was him I would have walked out on you too right then you got the nerve to be upset because you asked you got what you asked for right. yeah you She's literally like, got she what you name. asked for she was jumping out of bed like Martha Stewart like let me go get some snacks for you <laughs> this like, ain't no date right. <laughs> and you weren't looking for a date either earlier were you right. no you were not you were you were if trying you, to if you guys noticed the way they were kind of sending it up was she first gives him her nasty red wine and then she even sees, like, she notices that he's grabbing the wine, drinking the wine, he's drinking out of the bottle. It's actually the opposite. It's like the guy, you know, like, they always make it seem like the guy is letting the, watching yeah. the girl get drunk. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she's so offended that he got up and left. You know, you're... I mean, how can you be offended? You literally, like, I'm sorry, when it comes to double standard, like, if, you, if you're going to tit for tat here, like, if you're going to do that, <laughs> then he can leave you. Right. Like, I'm sorry. And she knows and... he's not in a good place. He's crying on her lawn. Yeah, and like, he didn't... And... Uh, he left her once already. Right. And she he comes back. And yeah. she's just, just like, yes. Sure. <laughs> so. No. Come yeah. on. She wants what she can't have. Girl. Get Listen, out. Aaliyah in the chat is, I guess, I'm the only one who didn't have a problem with Charlotte just wanting to get some. I don't have a problem with that either. No, but don't no, try no. to turn back around and act like. And be offended. Uh, right. I'm, no, I'm all about female yeah. empowerment. If you want to get, like, girl, you, you do, have, <laughs> you do you. And you can do whatever you want. Like, if you want to go after and, like, have a one night stand with the guy kudos but at the same time if you're trying to use this guy that is in pain that is drunk Mm -hmm. you cannot get mad at him for treating you the exact same way you treated him yeah that's i don't think i'm not sure if Aliyah is just talking generally but that's exactly what we're saying is Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with what she did right Mm -hmm. right and i was actually saying and that's the example i was giving if the tables were turned and a guy saw that a girl was getting drunk and was like promoting it and grabbing the bottle giving it back don't be upset when that's what you get is the guy getting up and bouncing on you but it's not even like he bounced he stole your prescription pad well she didn't Uh, yeah that's true and i knew that was gonna happen i I had a feeling because she's a doctor like they laid that breadcrumb down Mm -hmm. and of course he goes through a medicine cabinet which (laughs) me and keith were like that's so loud like no kind of Running Ain't water no or anything. Like showers or nothing. nothing. Take a shower. Just, it was so can loud. I just use your bathroom for a second? I'm just happy that it was Charlotte and not the young girl from school. Oh, my God. Yeah. oh God. <laughs> Definitely. I didn't expect um, 
him to steal the uh, prescription pad. I was like, oh gosh, this is like a lot. I knew that it wasn't going to transpire. I mean, he's far gone to the point to where like when you're breaking down like that, you have no hope. Like literally none. Now yeah. I do want to say that I thought when they were in the drugstore, I thought he was going to get arrested. Like mm. I thought that was yeah. going to be he was suspicious of running all down point. Yeah. yeah, I thought he. I was like, this is the the telling time. I didn't know if he was going to get arrested. I figured if he turned in the prescription, that was when he was going to get arrested. Mm-hmm. I knew it was either like you see the cops, or you're going to leave and like wait till you get to L.A., which would be the smarter thing. Wait till you're not in the and town that everyone it. knows that Man. woman. But by, like, by the way, I do not think this is the end of Sophie. Like, no, while he's oh, no. on the influence of liquor and drugs, it's all he thought about. Mm-hmm. That's true. That but if she true. takes him back this time, I don't know what to tell you guys, because yeah, third I'm, time is not the charm. I don't know whether he she will. I can't say I either hope, way. I have no I idea. I mean, I hope not. I, will, I, I feel that there will be some kind of friendship. I think that he thought of her because, of course, she is all that he knows, in a sense. But also because... A lot of the behavior, even towards her, is a result of him being, you know. But I think he loopy. genuinely loves her. I don't think it's just yeah. them oh, no. growing up together. Yeah, I think that he loves her for sure. And I'm interested in seeing when we'll get to see like his redemption. I guess because yeah. right off of this, we're going into, you know, Kate's experience. So I'm just like, wow, Kevin, as a child, as a teen, as an adult, he really, you know, he's got to the point where he he always is going to call him Randall. And he wants to. You know, I need help. Let me get my help. And then it's another bomb dropped on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When do you get the chance to really, like, deal with your own stuff? Yeah. I, I, Laura in the chat is saying Sophie, Sophie will probably be there for him when he finally hits rock bottom. Mm. So, Laura, just to clarify, you don't think he's hit rock bottom. And I'm, and I'm asking the three of you that as well. Do I don't think, think he has is, either. I think he's getting bottom. there. I don't think he mm-hmm. has yet. But I think his sister having a miscarriage is a huge wake up call. Wake up call because he had associated her being pregnant with progressing in life and he hadn't progressed, which is why he wanted to go rush and ask Sophie to marry him. Right. And now it's like he kind of has, he starts having the downfall. I feel like this is like the start of his downfall. And then he sees that his sister also has a miscarriage and he was so happy for her. Oh, she's getting married and she's having a baby. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a reality check for him, like grow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think as for the Sophie thing, like, to be honest, as much, I I have no idea what they're going to do with this, but I think, too, that Sophie isn't, she's, Sophie's an amazing person. I don't think that she is the person that he needs. I agree. Because she... needs Candace. Yes, exactly. Yes, he does. (laughs) No, um, I think he, she is a memory and everything that his life was. Everything that he had, all of his struggles, all of his triumphs, his father's death, everything is all weighing on Sophie. And that's not a fair burden to her to hold because that's not something that she ever asked for. She didn't ask for those burdens, but she was the person that was there through all of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that when you go into recovery, if that is everything that you're placing on this person, that it's good for either of them. I think that that's going to be horrible for her because that's a burden and like a pressure that she's going to be willing to take on because she loves him. But, like, I don't think that she needs to be having that. And then I also don't think it's good for him for progress to get anywhere. Because they're not a Jack and Rebecca. Yes, they And that's are. what I was going to ask. Uh, I, I was going to ask about that. They I don't are. think they are. It's tied between mm, Jack and Rebecca. Don't you think it was? it's the same burdens that Jack put on Rebecca? Yes, but, but at the same time, I think their relationship was stronger and it always been stronger. I think theirs is very surface. Team. Yeah, and it's less... Their relationship is stronger. They're married, all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's less of, like, 
a, I feel like theirs is more a codependency for him because in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, like she's has to be the burden of all of his experience. But uh, Sophie too is just kind of like a safety net. She mm-hmm. is what he knows. She is that comfort that'll always get him through through the next hurdle. So I think it'll be important to see them apart and then maybe bring them back together. But I don't see. Um, their relationship. I want him with to the find couples. like oh. an, a good, healthy love. I don't think that this one's healthy on either part. To you be guys, honest. didn't Toby call Kevin? Uh huh. Yeah, and he didn't pick up during the ceremony. I like, knew automatically. And that I was, was even was wondering really? why would Toby be calling yeah. Kevin? That just literally popped in <laughs> my head no right now. No one catch me say oh because no. I'm like, why would Randall no, find out before TV. her? I mean, not before him, before, before him, Kevin. Him. Yeah. That's true. I thought I didn't know why. I know he had referenced like, "Oh, you don't have to call me every five minutes." Yeah, that's and what then I, I thought. thought it okay, was. well now she's just getting Toby because they have this little bromance situation. But then it was like, "Oh God, this, well, yeah. this is it." No, yeah, I, as so soon sad. as Toby called, like I was like, "It's Toby calling. It's not Kate calling. It's Toby." Like, there's something. Happening. I, just, I did the same thing. I too. just thought he was calling because Kate's like, "Well, he won't pick up my call. You try, right?" Type I of was thing. thinking that as well. I'd be like, know. "Toby, be like, mind your own. Uh, keep me out of this." What like, show I don't are we watching? Hello, <laughs> they hand it to you. Well, you know, we just try to, you know, suspend some of that disbelief and, mm-hmm. and but you know, Candace was so in tune. I don't know if it was the tears, but watching her cry, you guys, was just because she would hear it and she would know it's coming and so she would anticipate it and then her body would respond. So it's just like... <laughs> Why don't you tell us how it happen, And then she's crying and you're looking over and you're looking at the TV and you're just like, um... She's still crying. I was like, oh my God. This is a lot for her. You guys, when are we gonna... Hurt. When are we gonna <laughs> find hurt. out how Jack died? I'm so glad that we progressed past that, though. We know we won't no, find no, out no. for a while. Maybe you forgot. I didn't forget. No, I, I, didn't, know. I, I didn't say I we forgot. We using we. I, right. I said, I'm glad that, <laughs> that we, as a show, the show has progressed past mm. just focusing on why mm-hmm. Jack dies. I think we won't see mm. it for a little while now, especially because we still got the other, we got these big three episodes, which I think was a really good um, I idea. Love it. I yeah. love it. Someone's making a really good point. No one, including Randall, noticed anything was wrong with Kevin. Kevin is probably not going to get any help till he hits complete bottom. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Like, it's sad that even your siblings that have grown up with you all your life have this idea of who you are and what you are and right. don't even catch on. Randall literally said, "What's the beard for? A movie?" Did That's no what, yeah. that was the think? consistent question throughout, throughout the entire when he was in the airport. What's the beard for? A movie? Kelly, the girl at the school. What's the beard for? A movie? Mm-hmm. Everybody Charlotte. was asking him that. Because no one cares about him as a person. But they they disregard the red eyes, the the puffy under eyes, eyes, the fact that his beard's not even trimmed properly. Everything else. The fact that he's sweating profusely. Like, no one notices all the other signs. He's sweating like, hello, she she did. She She did. did. She said your glands are huge. She just didn't care. She wanted to get... That's the doctor in her, though. Right. But she was not recognizing a person. Well, she didn't care. Yeah. And it's post, so you, I mean, sweating that much. Right, but to Erica's point, that is the... <laughs> the doctor in her, as far as the, you know, trained skill, is not me recognizing you as a person. It's, mm-hmm, yeah. it's a you know a, a muscle memory type of thing. But I think it does go to show just how overlooked um, Kevin always is and always yeah. has been. And I, what really sucks is because it takes a lot to get to the point where you really want to tell your truth, whatever it is, mm-hmm. to anybody. And so for him to get to that point to say, "There's something I got to tell you," and to have it taken away from him. Mm-hmm. 
It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, God. I think it was so, like, what I, as much as I hated this episode, just in the fact of my tears, I loved this episode. Mm-hmm. I hated it because it hurt so much. <laughs> but I I think this is what I've always <laughs> wanted from Kevin. Is it that, is. like, it makes it, all of the season now makes sense. Because this poor guy, literally, what else do you have to live off of if you've only had this given to you? Well, I guess if only people are going to see me for what I am. Like, even his breakdown with the Manny at the very beginning. It was like, someone see me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone see me for me as a person and for the talent that I have or the talent that I don't have. And even when he got the play, he got it because he was on the TV show. He's like, no one takes me seriously. Yeah. And you guys, I think another thing everyone forgets is um, he did turn to Randall, but he was there for Randall and Randall had his breakdown. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember, Kevin left yeah. in the middle of his show mm-hmm. to go run to Randall's rescue. Yeah. And oh, I right. feel like maybe there's a part of Kevin that realizes the mistakes that he made in the relationship with his father, he can kind of make up for that. Obviously, you can't correct it. His father passed away. But through his relationship with Randall, because mm. I've really seen Kevin make a huge effort with Randall, with his As family, with his yeah. kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even with the, the foster daughter. So I feel like Kevin turning to Randall is kind of like turning to his father, mm-hmm. in a sense, of that kind of misunderstanding. I mean, he's not going to turn to Kate. He knows she's pregnant. He knows she's newly engaged and she is concerned about her type of pregnancy. So I don't think he was going to go to her with yeah. speaking. Hey, by plus, the way. Plus, they're also in the same town. Like, he's the closest yeah. sibling yeah. at the same time, too. And they have a closeness. I feel like it's, it's more um, about the relationship that he has with his brother. Mm. And it shows that even through whatever, you know, on the surface level you expect, like, at the end of the day, they do have a relationship. And I really like the scene coming out of um, the hospital with him in the wheelchair mm-hmm. uh, with the family where he, like, daps um, Randall Love. We are and then, here? Yeah. that's yeah. what I was thinking so, okay. of. Okay. <laughs> you guys are excited about right? a handshake between brothers. Because, because generally it, what we always see is him and Kate embrace. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We never see it with Randall. And I think they did that intentionally because wasn't that right before Randall opens the door and Kevin's yeah. standing there? That was done in, I think, anyway, that that was done intentionally to show that there is some sort of bond. Yeah. I think, yeah, and I think it was also showing that Kevin's now humbled. Like, he even said, oh, maybe I won't go to Notre Dame. Maybe I will go to the other school. I wrote a note to the coach like you asked me yeah. to. I sent it. It was also a symbolism of him apologizing to his father, saying maybe I will go to that university that gave me the opportunity. I will get back on my feet. And then just immediately because even more even before Randall looks at Kevin I feel like they show Kevin kind of looking out to Randall Mm. and I really feel like this cast or the situation with his leg humbled him otherwise before they thought he was a superstar he's like I'm going to Notre Dame I'm going to be um what is it, a quarterback, the one that throws the ball? Yeah, yeah. a quarterback. <laughs> I, I don't think that he was humbled, though. I think that that was just in the moment. Fear. Like, I want this so badly mm-hmm. that I will do anything. I'll change. I'm sorry. I'm rah, rah, rah. Because as he grows up, we see, yeah. you know, let's who give, he let's, is. Let's give him 10% of the... Okay. Let's <laughs> give him 10% okay, okay. humbling. There's one thing I did want to mention, and this is, like, a little, like, far off. But when he was having his breakdown on the lawn about that necklace, all I can think of is... Jack told him the significance of that necklace, right? Mm-hmm. It kept him safe and gave him strength and like to go forward. Mm-hmm. And I think it was so indicative of the fact that he lost that necklace and he realized it right before he gave the prescription. Mm-hmm. For sure. The fact that he figured that out, didn't give the prescription and go, and it's 
his breakdown and even if he doesn't get that necklace back I think it served its purpose Mm -hmm. because maybe this is like his breakdown may not be completely rock bottom but it's giving him a direction to get somewhere else Mm -hmm. realizing that his life is going in a direction that needs to be diverted and he needs to figure it out but the fact that he lost it and finally took it in and acknowledged it I don't think he ever appreciated the necklace until that moment. And he might associate it with why he's been able to get back up yeah, and yeah. overcome oh, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could just be a psychological thing. Yeah. Like Everything in the universe is energy. Even mm-hmm. if it's not really something doing something, just you having the thought yeah. that it makes a difference in your life. So now that he doesn't have it, he might start thinking... Oh shit! Everything in my life's gonna go wrong. Right. I'm not gonna all get back on my feet because my dad. necklace is gone. Yeah, and she has that damn necklace. Dad. I don't think that she has it. No, but, okay, but it's on the floor somewhere. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere. I hope but he how does get evil it could back. you be to not see a guy crying and literally saying that's all I have left of your dad? She might use yeah, it but as a you're tool. You're not gonna treat me. Any I don't care. <laughs> well, I think with the necklace, um, I do think it serves his purpose. And like mm. you guys are saying, I think that it does give him like, uh, you know, that boost, that encouragement. Because even things of the things that Jack said to him as he was giving it to him. Mm-hmm. Like, you were my number one. You are my purpose. And mm-hmm. this is going to help Candace, you find don't do yours. <laughs> like, oh, I stop had it. To stop write... it. She's about to start crying. That's what got me. I was like, I had to write that down. Like, to hear that, like... <laughs> so to hear that from your father and whatever, you know, having like a drifted relationship. And I, I know that, you know, the necklace is such a huge representation of his father to him. And having those words be poured into him... I think that does give him a confidence, and without it, he's for sure going to be. You all can take it from here. (laughs) Did you guys see that? I missed that whole point. Laura on the chat saying that the necklace um, is likely from Jack's brother. He Mm -hmm. said that someone gave it to him. I was trying. That went over my head. Me and Candace, I was trying to make eyes with her, and and she was giving me a nod. But then she. But then you saw the tears, and then the she went back into the tears because I was like, "Oh, it was his," and she was like. And the waterworks. So I was like, wow, yeah. The- Girl, on your wedding day, you're going to be a hot mess. I hope your makeup artist is there with you because she is going to be like, a duly beloved. She's like, <laughs> I can't. I think it's in you that. You just need to be there with the Kleenex. I think it's in that bag. I'm just going to go in a totally different direction. <gasps> I because hope so. where did that bag come from? What bag? What? He, he was always that bag. bag. Yeah, where did that bag come from? But I think he's going to find it. Off. Remember? No, I don't think she ripped it off. I think he just noticed that it wasn't there because he went he to comfort. It. He went and to hold it for comfort. And it's one of those. There. Is it? It's not a saint necklace, but I always know mm-hmm. that like those saint necklaces, they always find a way of coming back to you. Mm. Yeah, so I'm and that's hope what I'm for saying. That. I yeah. think he's gonna find it at the right moment. Like I think it's gonna come uh, back. I think please, we're gonna see it again. Writers, but I think he's please? gonna like be looking through his bag or something. Yeah, and it's and gonna it be show up. Or like, Charlotte's gonna be like, if you want your necklace back, you gotta take me on a date. <laughs> I think this is the last we've seen of Charlotte. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. thank Bye. God. Jeez. Bye. <laughs> oh, Bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, thanks, Aaliyah. She's feeling for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God. Um, someone was. We're not going through this next week. I we think are going we are. Next week. I'm sorry, no. it's going to be worse. I got yeah. you yeah. watching that preview. Yeah. I did too. And I saw a tweet So from Dan Fogelman, who's mm-hmm. like a big writer of the show. He He's said, a creator. Oh, excuse me. Biggest. Okay. He said, Erica. Well, 
just that's to spit out the tweet. So he said, R.E., that spoil alert. We didn't want it to happen to them, but we're trying to capture real life, and it happens a lot. Next week is a difficult, ultimately life-affirming episode about love and family. We hope you'll watch it and talk about it. Not enough people do. So, And I think that that's even what exactly what we were saying when we were talking about miscarriage. I said they have yeah. more mm-hmm. of an opportunity to, to reach really out to people. And transcend. Yeah, because th- we don't, like, going into that topic and preparing us for next week, I feel like there's so many women that there's a stigma about it that we don't get to talk about it like n- majority of the women in people's lives have probably had a miscarriage yeah i know a lot majority of, girls of women do it's like the numbers i don't know the exact numbers but i know that it's a very high percentage of women at least have one within their lifetime mm-hmm. and it's not uncommon but yet we don't feel comfortable enough to talk about it like you're even supposed to wait till you're three months pregnant to tell anybody Mm -hmm. for that fact because it's so common and it's so sad that that is a thing but i feel like there's such an opportunity with this show to be able to like reach out to those people that are dealing with these issues and really give them a platform to like voice out hey i did have one or be a support to other women and and they can like talk about it. I just think that it's an amazing opportunity that they're doing, like he said. I agree. I think it's a a, a huge opportunity for mm. sure to talk about that and even to look at like the totality like the strength of like a woman and what comes with childbirth yes. granted miscarriages or having a baby was craziest before the episode started we were talking mm-hmm, about you know mm-hmm. childbirth and you know seeing a child be born and so it's going to be a lot. I think next week is going to be and a trying time I, for that couple I will tell you right now uh, going back to what Candace said yeah. yes there's a lot of women that have gone through that especially if you're not stopping at one kid and oftentimes it could be your first kid mm-hmm. and the scene where Kate looks at Toby and says yes the miscarriages are too but it didn't happen to you it happened to me it's something that at least the women that I know have gone through it it feels like it's a failure that mm-hmm. they did something wrong when it's absolutely not something that they did. No. And even though it's unfortunate that she had to go through a miscarriage, I love the fact that next week's episode is focused on that because as a woman, you're not supposed to talk about being pregnant till after the first trimester. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, you don't talk about it. And then what are you going to tell people if you do have a miscarriage? Oh, I was pregnant, but likely you keep it to yourself. And when you keep that guilt and that emotion and that energy inside of you, it eats a lot of people up. It's, yeah. it's oftentimes pe- a reason why people get divorced yeah. is because they can't handle the grief from something like that. So I love that they're emphasizing it next week and they're going to show it from like a female's perspective, mm. talking about what she is going through and what you are experiencing in your body. And I think it's even a stigma is if you do speak out about it and you say, hey, I had a miscarriage, like people expect you to voice it for a couple of days and be over it. Mm-hmm. They're like, I mean, this happened a couple months ago. Why aren't you over it yet? And I think it's because we like... It's a difficult thing to... No one knows how to comprehend or what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And I think on top of that, with dealing with the miscarriage issue, they're also dealing with the obesity issue and being older and having... Like, she's got so many strikes against her with this whole pregnancy. And I think that it's amazing that they are addressing it because there are a lot of women that go through that. And it could be neither, by the way. It could be. And I'll say a couple things. I just now thinking back to the episode, I think that they also dropped a breadcrumb about... Kate miscarrying when Kevin mentioned to Charlotte that Kate was pregnant mm-hmm. yeah. and he was like oh wait oh, I wasn't supposed, supposed to say that yeah. don't tell her like when is yeah. Charlotte going to talk to her don't tweet it yeah don't don't, mm-hmm. don't talk about it so I think mm-hmm. not realize we didn't realize it but 
they were laying the groundwork for that to happen but also i'm wondering because we always hear about twins and like telepathy and Mm -hmm. things like that like sometimes if a twin gets hurt the other twin can feel it i don't know if you can attest to that okay but i don't have a twin (laughs) (laughs) i'm like did did erica's twin feel that Oh, you well, have a twin. I do, yeah. have a, I do have a twin. Text him right now. Ask we, him if he felt it. The way it works for me is because we are fraternal as well. It's not going to be something as easy as that. But if I, if something Candace. is going on, <gasps> if something like is going on, there is like this draw. There is this connection where I will instinctively feel something tell in. that yeah. something. Yeah. So, oh, maybe la- like last season when Kate was on the plane. And Kevin woke up in the mm, middle of the night. I don't mm-hmm. know if, if I'm remembering that right. But I'm wondering if maybe her miscarriage might have something to do with that. Like the with there's his... energy around it. Mm. So in addition to her weight and her age, I'm saying maybe there was some other kind of stresses. Force. And yeah. then to just add on to that is her being in a relationship and getting married and you know I've had friends who are married or who've been in a position that where they can't have children and have expressed just how the biggest thing I want to give my husband is a child mm-hmm. and so you know granted sure maybe mm-hmm. she can have a child in the future but like she was saying this didn't it happened to me like to have to face that and the weight of that it's a lot Next week yeah. is going to be... I, I definitely don't like how much they were hinting that she's going to have a miscarriage. I don't know if we were just looking for it. Yeah. You know when I you're looking for something, you find the signs? Were they signs? really hinting on it that I don't, much? I, don't I think, think it was more of... Us. An audience member. Yeah, yeah, our response Maybe we're just psycho. Or psychic. She's still That's saying true. we. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, right? You said it too. Like you said no, it. you did yeah. say it. You did say it. Don't take it back. What I was going to say... We all said. Jazz in the chat, and I agreeing with what you've been saying for a couple episodes now mm-hmm. Candace. hopefully Rebecca will be able to help her she too lost a child right and yeah. we and some of us have been saying that that would be amazing for ago. them to have this moment I think that it would be it's either I feel like it could either be amazing for their relationship or, or a horrible it's gonna thing bring them together because I hope because the, the other way I can see is that I mean, Kate's already, like, got animosity towards her mom because she gets everything. She's pretty. She's da-da-da-da. She's going to be like, well, you had children. It was so easy for you, blah, 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 Or it could be the other way of, like, I lost a child, too. I'm here for you. Yeah. So her, I feel like it could go brother. either. Right. Either way. I'm hoping that it goes that way. I think after having something as big as that, they need they got to give us some cushion yeah. and, like, smooth this put, out. Put everything. What do you mean? It's they're going to hard next week, it's too. It's holiday season. I mean, coming off of that, I think they're going to bring the family together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going into Thanksgiving week next, guys. Mm-hmm. Next week. Next. I cannot believe it's Thanksgiving next week. Where does time go? The year is gone. It's gonna be 2018. Like we're gonna be here going Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to crazy. This Is Us Part Two. Okay, because they're doing a hiatus for a little bit over the holidays. Holiday. Correct? Yeah, there's 18 episodes, so we still have what was this episode this seven? Is only or eight? like eight. Eight. So we have eight. ten more episodes. It's That's never two gonna end. We'll be here forever. <laughs> Thank you, LS five two five one in the chat. It w- Reminding me that it was Kevin on the plane. Kevin and Kate yeah. woke okay. up and said he's okay. And one comment you did miss. I don't know if you just... I didn't mean to hold your hand. I didn't mean to try to, you know. We but love each other. What? We mean. You, you more like tap me and scratch me. Less a- of like an embrace. <laughs> <laughs> but in the chat, Erica, they were saying uh, earlier, I can't remember who it was, but just shouting out how much they loved. Their favorite part was Teen Randall giving Kate the nickname. Hello, Cool Kate. <laughs> 
was throwing out them jokes even back then. <laughs> right. He's always been like that. Jokes. Always corny. Always random. It's so cute, though. You know, um, <laughs> touching back up, we were talking about how even when Kevin was trying to be real, mm-hmm. people were still applauding him for being the Manny. Mm-hmm. It's a mild version of like what happened with Jim Carrey on the red carpet, where Jim Carrey thinking that, and he was trying yes. to be serious, and it's it's crazy because he's had follow up interview since where he's telling people like that he doesn't even want to make these jokes anymore because people don't take he's being serious like he's yeah. saying yeah. and mm-hmm. actually if you break it down for yes okay it was a red carpet it wasn't like a sit down interview it wasn't an interview with Oprah right. or Ellen where you know those kind of things come out but. It's what he felt in the moment. And honestly, I have so much respect yes, for him for someone mm-hmm. that is such a talented actor mm-hmm. to finally come out and be like, all of this stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the stuff that you guys are worried about, all this, like, it was so amazing. And he was getting so much flack for it. Like, oh, he's lost his mind. Right. He must right. be crazy. Where Kevin is saying the same thing. I mean, aside from Charlotte with her questionable <laughs> um, decisions. Decisions. Yeah. You know, she, she, she goes and she does... Um, work with helping like burn victims and then I forgot what the other gentleman was doing he's like these are the people that you guys should be giving the awards yeah. to mm-hmm. not to me I'm a guy that lost my mind on the set and it's he didn't lose his mind I feel like his breakdown on the Manny was kind of like the starting point yeah. of him actually Having a becoming humanized like yeah. he's realizing mm-hmm. his faults he's realizing that he's not the shit anymore and that he needs to and I think it is his father's experience of what happened with his father's just replaying in his head over and over and over again and that's why um, in the film, when it was brought up, um, why am I blanking on the guy's name from Rocky? So Sylvester Stallone. Yes. When Sylvester, I can't believe I ever would forget. My dad would be so. My dad would be so disappointed right now. But when he brought up his dad, remember she was so mad at Kate. He's like, "How dare you tell him about dad? Like, right. I'm trying to work. I don't want to think about my dad." Is because I feel like he's just suppressed his entire life. Yeah. Of actually accepting what happened to his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. he knows his dad is dead, but he hasn't actually fully gone through it. It's like the person that goes through the breakup that you know you're broken up, but you haven't fully realized felt it. the yep. breakup. Yeah. Yep. And I'm really hoping it doesn't get much worse for him because it is just him holding on. And it's just someone said in the chat too, that's what happened with Jack. Mm. Jack was holding on to the grief from his brother, which is, I yeah. think, before that we, we find out seen. why Jack right. died, we're going to find out how Jack's brother died. Yeah, yeah I agree. Which will explain his downfall, and then they're going to go into why Jack died. So, like, yeah. mm-hmm. four seasons later, we'll find out. Right. Maybe. <laughs> what happened to Jack? I think right. the Jim Carrey thing is so on point, and I literally thought that while I was watching it was... There, it, I think there's so many more actors if we list them all that have gone through things like this and I'm sure there are other people of high influence that go through the same thing that Kevin is going through and mm-hmm. I think that like we we don't need to take this issue lightly either as much as we're like oh we need Kevin to have a struggle we need him to have more depth there's a lot of people out there that have this position of influence but they're really not being seen right they're not really being listened to and they want to use their influence for the better but no one really yeah. like hears what right. they're saying There's all they block. want is you're so pretty you're great you just stay right there we want you like this this is what you're gonna be and like look at unfortunately like robin williams who did amazing things of work and had depression and things like that and then you have heath ledger you have jim carrey that's like trying to make a point yeah. and these people that are really and trying to do work mm-hmm. and people are making fun of him and like he not lost his mind. taking him seriously right because we idolize these people so much that we put them up on this pedestal that we don't want them to come down we want them to be perfect we want them to be just like this you have to stay here 
That's where you're going to stay. We're going to live life down here. And it's something that we do in general. You look beyond the celebrity, whether Mm. it's social media or Instagram. Perception is always going to be reality. And so if you're not interested, if you don't see past that and just get like the message or what people are saying, then you're just going to, you know, relate it to however you see somebody else's life going. And the worst part about it for Kevin is like you were saying, having suppressed these things for so long, Mm. when you do cry out, nobody's nobody's here to hear nobody gets it but i think kate has some she's holding back too and even in comparison comparing himself to his siblings like randall has had had so much success sorry kate's you know like you were saying earlier engaged having a baby Mm -hmm. yeah he's like what do i have what do i have to to present to the world right i have a so-so career acting wise not the greatest brother. I'm codependent on seemingly everybody. Cheated on mm-hmm. Sophie like three yeah, times. Yeah, I'm a terrible husband. I yep. was bad to my dad right before he passed away. Yeah. And that same comparison, that same comparison on that panel to receive the award. Mm-hmm. He's a what was the guy? He was I a journalist know. in a dying field. Uh, yes, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there yes. You go. Come on, guys. Paper, right? <laughs> Hello. And but I, she's the doctor. So yeah. But I do want to say before when I watched the preview for this last week. It was the one time I thought I wish William was still here because I think, of course, if Jack could be here, it'd be great. But, if, but to have... But William knows what Kevin's going yeah. through. Mm-hmm. And he'd be able to see it and recognize right. it. Right. And he yeah. would just sit him down. He'd be like, come sit next to me. Mm-hmm. Let's have a talk. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Beth hasn't picked up on it. She's so keen on picking up on everything. But yet. she hasn't seen a I, lot of it. But I don't right. think yeah. people want to pick up on it. Like, come on. How many people have called him out on all this stuff and they don't want to pick up He's on it? He's never been this bad, though. And because... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off of that, what you just said, Lena. And because he acts like this regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's mm-hmm. detached... Often, yes. So it's not really out of the ordinary for Kevin to just kind of be like, "Well, I got this going Flip on." It. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Flip it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take something. Maybe rent. I mean, Kevin's going to be going through their medicine cabinet, and Beth's going to see it and be like, "Boy, what? What are Get you?" Doing? I mean, he was even drunk at the event, and wasn't Beth there? No, it was just Randall. And right? I actually, yeah. I actually think um, someone mentioned on the chat that because. His sister's having the miscarriage. It's going to put his, his breakdown on, on his pause. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I actually think it's going to further it. I don't think it's going to be the reason why he has his ultimate downfall. Mm-hmm. But he loves his sister. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to start realizing and he's going to feel another loss. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when someone close to you is feeling a loss, for Kate, it's going to probably bring up old feelings. Like she's going to realize she lost a baby. It's going to bring up some feelings that she has of her father. Potentially bring up feelings that now Kevin has felt. Yeah. Well, guys, there's. I feel like we could totally go on for hours mm-hmm. about this episode, and the next two episodes are going to be super um, full yeah. and a lot to talk about. So um, I know it's Thanksgiving next week, but we're still going to be here, and we're super excited to watch all about Kate. Yes, I'm going to have Kleenexes next week. I promise. We have to with the the a ones box. with the aloe. The, yes, with the aloe. That's yeah. what we were talking about. I mentioned this a little bit last week. It would be great if anybody watching or listening could maybe like design us box 
tissue Tissue. boxes. Oh, cute. Like, and then put Candace because she's going to be the one using all of them. <laughs> and let us know what tissue ranking you think it will be. Will it be five? Will it be four? Yes. Oh, really we love you cheesy. too, Aaliyah. You guys are awesome. <laughs> yes. You guys are so amazing and so like interactive with us. We love you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Again, my name is Candace Cruz. You can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. Yes. Always a pleasure. Keith Andre here all over social media at Keith underscore Andre. Yeah. <laughs> She just wants to pick. All he did was say his name. <laughs> no, I, I was actually laughing about Candace. I was going to say she should change her Twitter name to Crying Candace. You see? Oh, my God. Go. I'm just kidding. I love Candace. I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. <laughs> Bye, guys. Later. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 